Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Marketing, Management, and Money podcast. I'm Ryan Owens. And I'm Ryan Murray. Welcome back. We're excited to have you here today. Uh, We are going to spend a lot of our time listening to our dear friend Ryan Murray talk today. So, (laughs) Thanks. He likes to talk a lot. If you're sick of hearing him, you don't want to listen to this episode. Just, just stop. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. This actually is going to be a really, really cool episode because it kind of, uh, it's the epitome of what, why we're doing this podcast, why we're doing the marketing management of money podcast. This is, uh, we're going to be talking about the inverse relationship between sales and cash. Mm. This topic is your specialty, right? You are a finance guy. This is not my specialty. And so, but the point of, of this podcast and, and why I think this is going to be such a great episode is because that's why we're here is to bring these complex issues, these things that people don't necessarily talk about, or, or it's, it's hard for small businesses to get their heads wrapped around and we're bringing them down to the ground level. So before you make me out to be too big of a bean counter nerd, <laughs> I love to look at finance as a management tool. And that's a key thing that I really want to point out to our listeners is, you know, doing the books and having the bookkeeping done, that is critical. And we'll touch on that throughout, you know, various episodes because that's a whole segment. You know, the money is, is really important, but it's not just the money. It's understanding how to market it, i.e. create the sales, right? how to manage it, and how to make it. You know, I mean, yeah. so the marketing management and money right. is saying, okay, we've got to do all of these things. And as an entrepreneur, yeah. we're really kind of packaging it together. And, and so when I get excited about this, it's <laughs> not just the bean counting side. <laughs> yeah, that's a great, that's a great point to make is that it's not just about the accountancy side of things. This isn't like, we're not going to go into an accounting course here by any means. This is definitely, these are definitely actionable things that we're going to be talking about how you can understand the financials that you're given and, and make man, like you said, make management decisions based on that, continue to do, um, grow in your role as a, as an entrepreneur or a business owner. Mm -hmm. So So you kicked it off by throwing me under the bus. So let me throw you (laughs) under the bus real quick and I'll let you lead with why the inverse relationship between sales and cash. That's awesome because we've already had this conversation (laughs) and I got this. (laughs) Otherwise I would be sitting here drawing a blank. So the, the, inverse relationship that exists between sales and cash uh, is a little bit counterintuitive. So I'm going to start off by saying this as a small business, or I'm sorry, as as an entrepreneur moving into the realm of creating a small business, you have to go out and ask for the, for the sale. You have to go out and, um, yeah, you have to do your sales and ask people to, you're constantly asking people to, to give you their money. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but in order to do that, you have to have created a process or created a service or a product. You have to have produced something and it takes money to do that. And so as you are 
putting cash or putting your your money into this adventure, um, you you're you're not getting any sales yet. But then once you go out and start asking for the sales, you start increasing your sales, right? People start saying, okay, yeah, I'll buy that. But then as your sales go up, then you have to produce more of your service or your product. And so this adventure continues, right? And as your, as your cash gets dumped in your, it takes more cash to produce your products and services, but then you have to go out and ask for more sales. And so as one goes up, the other goes down. Okay. Okay. You, you, you did pretty good. I was impressed. <laughs> yeah. I struggled, but we made it. <laughs> we made it. We're still moving forward. So I want to look at a little bit of an analogy to just put some framework because this is not complicated, but sometimes we get wrapped up in it and it starts to become complicated. And so we're going to just simplify this down real quick. And that is look at a tree and we're okay. going to pick a fruit tree. All right. I plant the tree, I water the tree, and then I'm able to harvest the fruit. But there's a lot of water that has to go into the tree first before I can harvest the fruit. Mm -hmm. Now, I can never stop watering the tree. It's always going to require that water. Right. And in this analogy, the water is representing the cash flow. Mm -hmm. So I always have to have the water, but I got to start with the water. I got to water that tree first before I ever get any fruit that's going to come off of that tree. Okay. So if we kind of just keep that in mind and be like, okay, cash flow is kind of that water that we need. You know, before I can get anything out of my business, I got to put it in. Okay, I'm good. So if, you know, if cash flow is the water, or sometimes we'll hear it referred to as the lifeblood of a business, mm -hmm. this is what keeps everything moving and everything alive, then what are we looking at when we say sales? If, if cash is the lifeblood of the business, right. sales would be what? The fuel. Yeah. Okay. This is what gets things started and makes things move. And that's one of the reasons why people get so excited about sales. They want to drive sales because they're really driving the fuel to the fire. I mean, mm -hmm. this is what is making things move. But the problem is you oftentimes you'll have entrepreneurs who assume mistakenly that more sales will equal more cash. Yeah. Sales and cash are not the right. same thing. Yeah, so this is still a little bit ethereal for me, so I want to pull it back down to okay. earth a okay. little bit more. Okay. Um, so to me, or, you know, intuitively to me, it's like, hey, I sell something, I get cash. Right. But as we've talked, there's a difference between sales and cash. So sales don't always equal cash. Right. So let's talk about the differences there. Sales are when... You say when you offer a product or service and somebody agrees to compensate you for that. Okay. Right. That's not all. That doesn't just always mean that they hand you cash. Right. Mm -hmm. So. what What's going on here? Yeah. So let, let, let's take it from a little bit of a financial statements. So if I'm looking at my profit and loss statement, my top line is going to be my sales line, and then I'm going to take out all my expenses, and then I'm going to be left with the profits. Mm -hmm. Exactly. A, a lot of times people think, hey, you know, if we're tight on cash, don't worry, we'll sell more. But that's not the process that it's actually going to go through on the financials. If I'm tight on cash, 
So if I sell more, it has to filter down through to profits. Exactly. The only way I'm going to get cash in my business is from profits. If I sell more, but I increase my expenses to the point that I don't actually end up with a positive profit, I'm now in the red, as the mm -hmm. expression is. I'm, I'm upside down, meaning that I basically, my expenses are higher than my sales then I have no profitability to generate any cash flow into my business, regardless of how big those sales numbers are. Yeah, so very basically, you sell something, it filters through your expenses that it took to sell that thing, and whatever, hopefully something's left over, but whatever's left over is your profit. Mm -hmm. And from that can come your, or it feeds your cash flow. Yeah. And it's not only the expenses that it took to sell that, that would usually be called like your cost of goods sold, mm -hmm. um, but it's all expenses, your operating expenses. So I might have expenses that had nothing directly to do with that sale. It might be rent or insurance yeah. or a cell phone or internet or, you know, a subscription, or I decided to buy uniforms right. for my company or whatever yeah. the case may be. I can have all sorts of expenses and a lot of times what happens. So you talked about when, when I said, I'm going to throw you under the bus and I said, what's the difference between, you know, the inverse relationship yeah. sales and cash, what's going on here. And you said, okay, cash is what I need first. And then I get the sales. Yeah, it takes money to make money. It takes money to make money. And so if I need the cash first, but I'm waiting for it to filter through my entire business, then that's what's known as your cash flow cycle. Mm -hmm. And the longer that cycle is, the longer I'm spread out needing that cash. And if I start increasing my sales, but I'm not generating adequate profits, then I don't have anything to replenish that cycle. I will go out of business. So you you jumped over something that I think is important for, for our listeners to understand. It certainly was important for me to understand. Uh, so when you talk about your cash life cycle or your cash, cash, you cash flow, cycle. cash flow cycle, excuse mm -hmm. me. So when you talk about your cash flow cycle, give some examples of some things that could extend that cash flow cycle. Some, uh, whether it's a mistake that business owners often make. And I get that these, these are things we're going to talk about in, uh, in our financials episodes, but just so, give us some brief examples here. Sure. The big two items that are going to be the most impactful on your cash flow are going to be inventory and accounts receivables. Now, not every business is going to have significant amounts of inventory or significant amounts of accounts receivables. I use the word significant because whether you believe it or not, you've got inventory, you've got accounts receivables. I don't think I've ever come across a business that doesn't have either of these. Uh, you know, right. I, I mean... Uh, but some of them don't have large numbers of it. They, right. they they just have small amounts of inventory or small amounts of receivables until their business gets a little bit bigger. Right. And as you grow, uh, inventory and receivables tend to grow as well. And these are the big two cash suckers. So if we just run through, let's look at inventory. Mm -hmm. I'm a product-based company. I sell some product, okay? And... In order to get that product, I've got to purchase that product in the form of inventory. Mm -hmm. I typically have to purchase it up front, hold it, and then sell it. Mm -hmm. So the time that I'm purchasing it, 
the time that I'm waiting for it to show up, yeah. the time that it's sitting on my shelf before I'm able to sell it, all of that is adding on to my cash flow. Right. Right? Receivables. Receivables is just the accounting term to say money that's owed you. Mm-hmm. And you'll see this happen in a lot of businesses, but there are some service-based businesses that tend to do receivables. Think of the last time you went to the doctor's office. Yeah. Did you pay right away? Co-pays generally, but not for the whole entire the whole service. It had know? to filter through this yeah. whole insurance process, mm-hmm. and I mean, sometimes you'll go to the doctor, and like six months later, this bill is showing up, and you're yeah. like, "What? What is this for?" You know? Yeah. And, and so you'll see a, a lot of service industry. I mean, product industries as well. They can have yeah. you know oh, yeah. they can have receivables, uh, but it's that time period where okay, the sale was made but no cash was received on that sale and so i'm out cash until you know until i actually yeah. get the cash in hand yeah and the funny thing is is so the uh, the better your customers are the more you tend to give them terms exactly. as it's called right and these terms are going to extend how long it is before yeah. you actually get paid. Yeah. And so those are those are some big ones. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of other things that you're going to have. Uh, employees, for example, you're right. going to end up needing cash. You got to make payroll, and so making payroll is a big one that you're going to need a lot of cash flow for. And payroll does not coincide with sales. And employees, they want to get paid whether sales come in or not. Yeah. You know, if you fail to pay your your employees, you're going to lose your employees and then you're in real trouble. You know, so there's a lot of these issues that are going to happen. And so the thing that most businesses or most entrepreneurs fail to realize is that as sales go up, your cash will actually go down at an inverse correlation. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting a little nerdy here, and so that's okay. I know. think we're ready for it. Okay, now. okay. <laughs> We've built this platform that we can all understand, and now we're we're uh, ready to become elevated to your level. Oh, of, come on! You know, up in the clouds, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, all look yeah. up to your uh, your my, aura. <laughs> my, my my neck's getting a little sore right now because you're making my head so heavy. Uh, no, the. As your sales are increasing, it's putting strain on that uh, on that cash flow. So, using the inventory example, if my sales are growing, then I'm thinking, "Oh, I need more inventory." But in order to get more inventory, inventory doesn't come right away. Usually, there's kind of this shipping time period. Even if you're taking advantage of all the awesome, you know, next day shipping, yeah. or whatever is available right? to you, but Usually when you're wholesaling and bulk ordering, you're not getting that super fast retail shipping that, you know, and so you've got a period of time. Sometimes it can be 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, depending on where you're sourcing this from. Mm -hmm. And so as I'm ramping up my sales, I'm thinking, oh, I better ramp up my inventory, but I got to ramp up my inventory prior to making all of those sales. And so as I'm shooting for these record sales, I'm thinking, okay, I got to support these sales and I'm going to drive inventory first and faster than the sales yeah. is is going to be increasing. Yeah, so it's going to be taxing your cash flow. It's going to be taxing your cash flow. And so you'll see a lot of businesses that will actually go out of business with record sales. Yeah, and that that concept is insane to me. Yeah. And 
and and I mean, and I it see is how most... it works, but ah, it's insane. Mm-hmm. So, one of the worst things that you can do as an entrepreneur is get really focused on sales growth. Right now, there's nothing wrong with analyzing sales growth, but you want to look at so sales have to filter through to your profitability. If I've got sales growth with declining profits, that's a red flag. Sure. That's something that I need to be looking at and I need to be concerned over because I am I'm actually heading in the wrong direction. Yeah. Now, I can also go out of business with record profits. And that's one that also is kind of confusing. It's it's a lot harder to do. If yeah. if I've got record profits, it's a lot harder to do. But all I have to do is start being careless with what I spend my money on yeah. and and I can still run out of business. Right. And so when I have the those profits, I need to be watching the cash flow and saying, okay, my profits are going up, but is my cash driving down? Yeah. And if that's happening, again, it's a red flag. Yeah. So Ideally, the best case scenario is to have sales increasing, profits increasing, and cash flow increasing. If I've got yeah. all three of those increasing, I'm actually in a sweet spot where you know I've got a very healthy business and very healthy growth. I'm glad you pulled that out of your like doomsdayer <laughs> route that you were going down. <laughs> if everything not, puts you out of business, yeah. If you're not watching this, you're going down. <laughs> No, I think uh, that's, you know, I think it's really easy for, like you said, it's really easy for entrepreneurs or small business owners to launch into that realm of record sales. And, uh, you know, you get excited about that. It's easy to get caught up in that. And this is what I, I think you were trying to say, but I think it's, you know, you start to get caught up in that and everything, but you've got to, you've got to hold on to something that's going to keep you grounded. You've got mm-hmm. to remain in the space of reality and look at some of these things. And, you know, it's for somebody like me, you start talking about all that stuff and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I get a little bit of this pit in my stomach. Like, oh, I don't understand this stuff. I, sure, it's, sure. it's hard. Right. Uh, we'll cover those things in another episode. Just keep listening and we'll, uh, we'll keep you informed. It will, will kind of show you on the ground level like what it is that you need to be watching so that you don't get into trouble in this with this inverse relationship between sales and cash. So, but I want to continue a little bit outside of that realm of, of what we need to be looking at with, with sales and cash. Yeah, let, let, let me actually pull in. There's some really interesting nuggets that you can make some easy, quick management decisions yeah. understanding this inverse relationship yeah. and it doesn't even require necessarily digging into the numbers. It just requires understanding what's happening in the financials. Right. So if we can accept that there's an inverse relationship between sales and cash, if we can accept as sales go up, cash will go down until my cash cycle catches up, Right. then we can really start to extrapolate some key information here. So, Sales go up, cash flow goes down. Therefore, if I'm trying to increase my cash flow, one of the ways to do it is to have sales go down. Sales go down, cash goes up. So this works both ways. So I can think about this as a business owner. I can say, okay, what do I need more of right now? Do I need more sales or do I need more cash? Right. 
And one of the ways to go after whatever I'm trying to get is to ease off on the other one. Right. Put another way. So this is where it gets a little bit creative, but this actually works in every single business. I don't care what market you're in. I don't care how big you are. I don't care how long you've been in business. This works every single time. If you start to hoard cash, so I've worked with a lot of businesses that they get into this mentality and they're just like, oh, debt is evil. I only pay cash for everything. Whereas that's a very commendable uh, you know, mentality. It's, it's very risk averse. And so you're not over leveraging yourself. It's actually lowering your sales. So by mm-hmm. holding excess cash in your business, you are inadvertently lowering your sales. If right. you're lowering your sales, you're reducing the amount of fuel that you're putting on the fire and you're making yourself less competitive. Yep. And so you can't just say, oh, okay, if sales and cash go in the opposite direction, I better have a lot of cash flow. And so I'm going to just, you know, have tons and tons and tons of cash. Yeah, That's right. actually making you less competitive. So there's this balance. There's this understanding of, okay, I need to have the right balance of sales growth. I need to have the right balance of a cash cushion. And it's the combination of the two that make you a healthy, successful business long term. So with that, I think we've covered quite a bit of financials. Uh, I don't want to go too deep. And like you've said many times, yeah. we're going to be covering some good information as we, uh, as we go through the podcast. We'll have uh, several episodes. We're going to delve into the financial statements. But for today, the takeaway, sales and cash, move in the opposite direction. Yeah. Think differently about your sales growth and uh, stay, have fun in your business. Stay grounded in reality. Don't mm-hmm. don't run away with record sales. <laughs> Just, Unless you've got the support that you need for it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with record sales when you've got, you know, the, the profits and the cash to back it up. Right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. We appreciate you tuning in. Check us out on our next episodes. We'll be talking more about some of the key financial things that you need to be considering in your business, but more on a ground level, some easy things for you to understand and implement today. Thank you so much. Thank you.